Let's get into Kanye's apology on the Man to Man podcast. Yes, sir. Again, that's how I feel every time I see one of my brothers apologizing to all of these institutions that was designed to hold us back. I'll be like, again, not my dog, not my dog. <laughs> how you feel? Like, it, it, I'm, I'm so tired of it. I didn't even read his apology. I ain't gonna even lie to you. <laughs> Well, it was in Jewish, so, you know, it was in Hebrew. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. I knew it was going to come. Inside sources had already told me that he was going to apologize. So it wasn't surprising. And I think he, I think Kanye. Wait, 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 one second. When you say these inside sources, it's like, like Illuminati? No, no, no. He's talking shit. Come on. Illuminati. Illuminati. Illuminati, like a 12 gauge shot to your body, right? Yeah. Um, no, in real life. You know what I mean? I was already told that he was going to apologize. So, you know, in my song, I say on the freestyle I dropped, it's a, I'd rather die than apologize like Socrates. All of these gay men I'm kicking, I should wear Socrates. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that line, that first line opening means a lot. Because I've always been non-apologist. Yeah. Apologies are part of this ritual that we have in this current world, right? To hang a man. Um, And Socrates was a philosopher. And he would go around having these conversations, sometimes debates with people. And he would stand on what he believed was truth. And he would make people feel stupid for their beliefs, their ideologies, people who thought that they were experts. And he would have conversations with them, and by the end of it, they would be questioning themselves, questioning whether what they said was true or not, because they were known in their specific crafts and their circles to be who they thought they were, right? And by the time he done talking to you, he would use, of course, master linguistic manipulation in the way that he would converse with people but they would say he was corrupting the minds of the youth. Yeah. Right? And so they brought him, of course, to court and they wanted him to apologize and essentially rescind the things that he said. Yeah. And so, he refused to apologize. So he, he was like a radical character. He was, time, he was definitely sure. radical. He refused to apologize yeah. on the threat of death. Yeah. Right? Socrates was every bit of a radical and a revolutionary, if you will, and an intellectual. And he decided to say that, no, I would rather die on my word, you know what I'm saying, than lie because of the sword. And he stood on that and he was executed on his word. And I feel that, you know what I mean? I feel like I'd rather die than apologize like Socrates. You feel me? Because the truth is something that you got to stand on if it's the truth. Otherwise, the whole thing is... If it's not the truth, then you have to then correct whatever the lies that you said, mm. right? Because it don't, the apology does not matter if what you said and, and it is not real if you're not correcting a lie. Right. You can't apologize for truth, Yeah. right? It's, it's defendable, right? Because what are you accepting the apology for? I would rather him go down a list of things that said, hey, listen. I said this and it was incorrect. I said this and it was incorrect. Mm. I said this and like it was incorrect. Like you're more specific. Yeah. yeah, it was inaccurate and I was wrong for what I said because it's not truth. And this is what I was getting to. 
with him apologizing, right? Don't it basically like prove his point of him even mentioning that shit in the first place? Well, I mean, but we already knew that though. Yeah. So for you to fall victim of the thing that you're fighting doesn't give you any points. Yeah. You know, it goes to the OJ tales. Like everybody was saying, he has a checker move. Kanye West is building a city, you know, and um, I believe that right now what he wants to do is more important than the fight that he was standing up for. That's what I believe his his current rationale is. Mm. And I believe that that's the current uh, feeling that his team gets as well, that they can't actually help him mm-hmm. unless they can help him. You got people, he got an album that's about to be dropped, and we know that Kanye always does these things around his his album releases or whatever time he pushing something so you know if anything this cycle is a little predictable right um i believe that kanye needs insight from people i heard um tariq nasheed say that he needs dane dash around i believe that you need some solid frontline generals that can give you advice that is not consistent with your own thinking, that can counter some of your outburst thinking and give you some rationale, tactile ways to move. Kanye has the ability to be a very, very, very powerful man if he wants it. But I I don't think that, you know, just from the outside looking in, and and I agree with Tyreek, I want him to be successful, but this is not the mark of a strategic man. It's not the mark of somebody moving strategic. If you're going to step out there and be radical and be revolutionary, I'd rather you be strategic and have it thought out. Yeah, I was just going to say with Kanye and a lot of his antics, I don't feel like he be having like the end goal. I'm thinking in his mind he got a vision of what he wanted to look like, but as far as like strategically having a roadmap to get there, I think he just make it up as he go along day by day. Yeah, well, I think that's the mark of a creator sometimes. Move things around and then... As you take a look at what you moved around and be like, hmm, and then you find like a pattern in the chaos. And then that becomes your mark of originality that you want to move with. But that's not how it works in war. You know what I'm saying? In war, you have to Sometimes that'll create a whole new problem that you ain't got time to focus on. (laughs) Yeah, wartime, you know, you can have your creative, but that creative has to be aligned with the general's thinking, a master thinking. Right. If you go back to Hannibal Barker, you know, he invented a lot of creative, strategic things to enact in wartime that made it original. It wasn't the obvious thing that the enemies would do. He would do the art of surprise. He would he would go through different villages and he would recruit the people as he met them. He would get information and provisions and supplies from those people as he was traveling. Right. To replenish his soldiers because the army dies when it can't eat. Right. So. I think that your creativity has to be rational in a certain sense, and these things is hard. But as a general, you have to be able to have levels of taking a step back and yeah. thinking about how many moves you want to be ahead and then creating a campaign based on what's your ultimate goal. And so if you don't have an ultimate goal, you can't create a campaign because now your moves are not aligning to some big ultimate theme, Right. So either you could be so far ahead of everyone that nobody sees it because it's way bigger and you've calculated all of this. Yeah. Right. That has to be that would be the assumption of someone that would be like, no, this is still part of you would have to say everything so far has to be calculated. Like if you look at an AI and the AI be like, OK, this is going to happen. Then this and this is the cause and effect. And then you draw all the way out a thousand steps ahead of everybody and be like, yo, I wanted everything to get to here. But I don't believe that that's exactly what's happening, not whatsoever. 
That's the cleverness you can make people feel about you, yeah. right? When you do things so confident that you can't tell whether a person is, you know, doing things intentionally or they're messing up. Mm. Now, that just reminded me of something I seen on the Gilly and Wallow show, right? Mm. They was telling uh, NBA Youngboy, like, he needs somebody on his team. Yeah. They could tell him, like, nah, man, nah, this shit, this gonna fuck up everything you got going. Stop what you're doing. Nah, this ain't the move. Come this way, do that. And young boy was like, man, he real life doing everything by himself, but he wish he did have somebody like that on his team. Mm -hmm. How can you explain to the people how important it is, like, to have people on your team who got the same vision or even find the people who got the same vision and believe in and know their key role. Well, you got to know yourself very well. And you got to be comfortable within yourself. I yeah. think there's a fear that happens when a lot of people are used to building things up themselves. And it's a trust factor that goes into it. NBA Youngboy could reach out to anybody and they would most likely answer. He has to have a level of self-awareness and trust himself. Right. To know how to pick the right people. Yeah. Right. And and also insulate and set up his structure in a way where, you know, you operate and you deal with people for the worth and value and you create an exchange. What can happen a lot of times is you can get too emotional about connections yeah. and you can take things personal. Instead, you being able to have a real reality check with people and be like, listen, this is what I'm in it for. This is what you in it for. Right now, if the bond becomes thick like brothers over time, right, because it's constantly being tested and that's the experience, then you can start, you know, allowing more leeway to deal with people in that capacity. But oftentimes what happens is people don't got their consigliers. They don't have somebody that can give them insight and yeah. see things in different ways. Right. You've got to have that person on your team at all times yeah. because. You know, uh, I think it was a brother we was talking to. I forget bro name at the moment. I got to pull it out the phone. But he was saying, you know, all great men have their gangsters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got their person that's, that's to the street, somebody that can see things in different ways. You got to have that. You don't need to be the most gangster person in your crew. You know what I'm saying? Your, your right-hand man got to be that. You got to be the thinker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you out there doing everything and you think in a crazy way, no, you got to be the rational thinker. Yeah. Or have somebody. It has to be a balanced Balance. system instantly <laughs> yeah. there to where you can filter your thoughts like, bro, am I tripping right yeah. now? You feel me? Like, am and, I you gotta, and, that, and that person always got to, can't be afraid to just be honest right. and be real. Like, honesty play a big part in a team. Which means Flat that out. the people you might not want around, yeah. and this, this is the thing that kind of goes back with the girl. Like, the very people that you don't want around are the very people you may need. Mm. You don't want them around because they're going to tell you the truth. And you may not want that deference in opinion. You can get to a certain point in time where you always think you're right. Right, yeah. because you become so successful at doing things your way, but you gotta realize that every level requires new thinking. Right? And as you're going to new levels, you need new thinkers around you. If the people around you aren't developing in their thinking, then you have to find new thinkers. That's the brain trust. Yeah. Companies do it all the time. They hire consultants, they hire outside people to look at things in a way that those amongst the organization are not looking at, yeah. right? So it's like... like they, they always scaling at the end of the day. Yeah. It's always about scaling. <laughs> right. When you get to that point, you got to do an operation. Yeah. Like you said, you, you scaling. So it's like, what's required to scale? What got us here is not the same. The thinking that got us here is not the thinking that's going to get us here, mm. right? And that's not the thinking that's going to get us here, yeah. right? And then so you have to think of, okay, who are the people I need here? 
Who are the people I need here? And that can go to all different type of things. You can be on the come up and there's a certain type of woman you need on the come up. Right. But when you get here after you successful. Right. That person can be like, well, I helped you. Now I just want to enjoy the fruits of your labor. But you can still be ambitious and be like, nah, but I want to get us here. Yeah. So you need that woman. You know what I mean? To become a different type of woman then. Yeah. Right? She's going to have to help you in different ways. She might have to be more involved or you might have to get a different type of team. So to think about all those things, that's what separates the great men and women and entrepreneurs, right, from the others. So what I'm getting from that, what separated is, simply put, is they always thinking. <laughs> they always think they always strategizing at the end of the day when, yeah. you, when you sit down and you got time to reflect you got to keep strategizing to come up with new new yes. plans you, you, you only as good as your strategies yeah you only as good as your strategy so that's why the people around you you become them if you look around a person that's famous go look at the people around them it'll tell you exactly where they're getting their thoughts from their ideas mm. you know what i'm saying the people that they filter people people get harsh criticism to Yachty for being around Drake because some people say they don't like the Drake that's around Yachty, which I think is a unfair criticism. You know what I mean? Because I think How that... So? Well, I think that Yachty gives him um, the perspective that he wants and he gives him the connection to the youth to do things in ways that he wouldn't do them, right? So the reason that he is able to draw from the creative inspiration from Yachty is for a particular reason because Yachty will mm. be aligned with this generation, Generation Z, Right. Alpha generation. So he says that, yeah, I don't want to do things like me. I want to do things like you. Right. So I need the sounds that you would think of the way that you may say things. Mm. So therefore, the very reason that I might alienate um, one aspect of my um, audience. Right. Is the very reason I'm going to be successful with the new audience that I'm drawing in and maintain that 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 magic. So you have to think about. What do you want and who do you need to draw from, right? That's a very key thing. Go look at generals and look at who their secondhand man is in war. Right, let me check this out. All right, so what if your team, right, they give you some advice? How can you catch yourself before this shit spiral out of control? Like, let's say if we gave you some advice and it ended up being the wrong move. How can we catch it to avoid all the backlash before this shit like actually take off? You know, I mean, sometimes you don't. It's sometimes you got to go through it. it. Yeah, sometimes you got to go through it. You know, it's you got to let the pieces fall where they may pick up and move. The goal is to not be in this frantic chaos as you're going through. Mm. I think that's the real magic and that's the real key to it. In the show Billions, and I want you to watch the show. There's a character in the show, and she is the one when. Uh, Wendy, her name is Wendy. She's like a master psychologist. Yeah. Right? People be having their moments where they tripping. It might be family. It might be emergency. They might be doubting themselves. You got to remember, you are like, when you becoming, when you are great, I should say that, whether you're a millionaire, a billionaire, a ruler, a general, a king, uh, a CEO, uh, a father, right? When you do something great, those set of skills and characteristics and traits that you have is what's needed for this ship to continue, right? It's like a basketball player who's usually putting up 40 at night, but then he has a bad night because something on their mind. Mm. She's the person that comes in, right? Audits you and puts you back together, right? Because you can become frantic. You can be tripping and be like, this is not even me. 
you need to be at your best and constantly performing. So she would go in and make sure that the sale, the, 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 the floor, the trading floor, people that's on and inside the business, because the organization's health is as good as the health of its workers. Yeah. Right. If you got two people in your business and those two people are fighting, then your business is fighting itself. So you're not going to see that business thrive. Mm. Right. So she would then come in and be like, all right. What are you dealing with? What's, let me get to the root of it real quick. Fix you so this doesn't linger and you can go back out there to performing at your optimum best. Mm. Right. So she would do that for the generals. So if I'm tripping one day, be like, all right, listen, I don't want you to linger over this for the next few five days and maybe you get worse. So yeah. I'm going to sit down with you, give you the game and she would give you them quick psychological fixes to let you know yeah. where this is coming from and zap you and put you right back in there. And now you're ready for the field again. And it's like everybody needs them a Wendy. So speaking of that Wendy that everybody needs, her her good characteristic trait is she is a great observer, right? For sure. So she she ain't just around for the glam and the glitz and all of that shit for the for the team. She actually see what's going on. She watching everything. So when when the problems occur, she able to provide that advice. You know. Yeah, and you gotta care because yeah. there's a thing where it's there's a careful thing where she didn't really fix people to heal them. She fixed people for them to get better out there and perform, right? Because she might have recognized that if I heal you, I may kill your ambition connected to your trauma, mm. right? So her job wasn't to heal you. Her job wasn't to be your ayahuasca to where you no longer want to do the thing. Her job was to be like, listen, you're good at what you do when you're in this particular state. So let me remove distractions. Mm. <coughs> 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 Oh, thank you. <sighs> I'm in rare form tonight. I'm feeling good. I think I'm going to put up 50 tonight, maybe 80. A good 50, good 80 tonight. Yeah. 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 I love Shout out to my bro, Jalen Brown, man. I was supposed to connect with him while he was out here, man. He said, Brian, man, hurt his back, man. Brian out there wilding with the youngsters. Yeah, so that's a few things that I had wanted to discuss tonight. But we, since we already talking about our black brothers in the, um, you know, in the industry or whatnot, uh -huh. keep this conversation flowing real quick. I wanted to talk about how we, in our community, we choose um, self destruction, self destructive behaviors rather than self care. Yeah. You know, and you know that can manifest from different forms. You know, influenced by a range of factors. You know, they, it don't simply um, make it seem like you weak or you know what I'm saying, show or lacking your character or you know. But it often stems from deeper emotional and psychological issues. Yeah. So I want to get into that, man. Do you got got a, a story or something that you can tell the people that that, that might relate to that? Emotional issues stem from a deep trauma. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, uh, have you ever like chose your um self-destructive behavior <laughs> over the um, you know, saying the good, the good, um, healthy habits? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, many of times in life, a yeah. lot of times, you know, you remember we used to go out, man, and uh, we used to fight a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I used to make an excuse for why I got in, why I used to fight so much. You know what I'm saying? We used to go out and we'd drink. Yeah. Choice of drink was with Hennessy, Maker's Whiskey. 
you know, and every Ray time Goose. we went out, <laughs> now that was younger, younger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But every time we went out, me and the bros used to get into it all of the time. Mm. You feel me? And I never knew sometimes where my anger came from. You feel me? Um, and being able to go through that process of being like, all right, are you, how are you constantly getting yourself in these situations? Even though you say you didn't start it, but what you don't have is any conflict resolution skills. Mm. And you're not the one that's trying to push it down. You actually are a magnet for this for a reason, right? And so it may be you inviting other people to start things with you on purpose. So you kind of like trapping them. You feel mm. me? And so I had to kind of like take a look at myself. Like either it's the environment that I keep putting myself in. You know what I mean? But why? Why do I want to go and whoop somebody up one time? And what's that going to make me feel about myself? Because I whooped somebody and then I went home to the crib and I got a wind under my belt. Right? And so when you don't have a lot of things, you look for wins everywhere you can get them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You always look for what you're good at. The streets, people don't want to give up things because they know that they're good at the thing they're doing. It could be hustling. You know what I mean? And they're afraid of becoming good at something else or they're not good at anything else. So they they would rather not give up that thing that's giving them identity. You mm. feel me? And so some people go to the club and be socialites. Everybody knows me at the club, but your family might not like you. Your son might not like you. Your friends might not really fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So, But they stay doing that thing that makes them feel love. It's like social media. You feel mm. me? And when you start to really start to do inventory of yourself and you start to go within the shadows of who you are, you start to try to look back and observe yourself. And you saying that, listen, you allow yourself to be in it. Right. And you allow yourself to see through these eyes. Right. Instead of see through that third eye to where you can really see the things you're doing. And once I started to take a step back in myself, I realized that, you know, I was replacing the lack of actually accomplishing anything in real life mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying with the social life that i had you feel me and i know what my own potential was my potential of being able to be a great speaker being able to be a great entrepreneur being able to be a great thinker right being able to go out in the world and employ myself and become great and make money and do all these things that i want to do live up to my own potential Right. So once I started to actually get real wins, things that I was able to pull out my mind, those self-destructive behaviors started to naturally fall off because mm -hmm. I wasn't inclined to find any joy in those things because that was a false. So now I was able to find joy in, you know, pulling things out of my mind and bringing things into fruition. Mm. You said some some key to me just now. You say you used to fight a lot. And used to even have get get friends involved, not knowing like it was a trap, like getting into the. I remember I used to be with you all the time. I used to be tired, of like I, I just know I'm finna fight. I go outside with keys today for sure. But we got to fight though, so it is what it is. Well, that's but how you learn how to fight. I brought this up just to, um, it just reminded me um, I had, I got my book right, and in the first chapter I started off with friendships and. I actually um, proposed the question. I know you know that saying. It say, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you who you are." Mm -hmm. And back when I was like a wild kid, like running the streets and not and whatnot, I never used to analyze that what type of friends I had or whatnot. These was all my friends because of the things that I was interested in at the time, you know. Mm -hmm. So now that I step away from all of that and I look back. I realized how much bullshit that I was interested in that I thought was living. 
the streets, the clubs, the girls, the drinking, the the the, the, the all of the, the bullshit. Basically, nothing that's gonna help me reap. My reach my um zenith, you know, my my highest level, you know. Mm -hmm. But I had a whole bunch of friends who would come around and make it feel good for me to continue their lifestyle. Fast forward to now, me being away from it and going back and even seeing some of those friends or seeing them on social media, they still interested in those right. things. So how do you? What, what was the? What 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 keeps you disconnected from it? Uh, I mean, I, I I'm it's not in my environment. Mm. Way of connecting people, transcending life. Well, I might ask you to say nothing. I think I, I'm not, at this point in life, man. It's I have visions. Mm. You know what I mean? And those things that don't align with vision. I was saying that I said it last time yesterday. Like you got to think about. You can watch things that make you richer, and you can watch things that make you poor. You can listen to things that make you smarter. You can listen to things that absorb your time and make you dumber you can hang out with people right that can make you richer or smarter or they can make you poor and dumber right they can literally be killing your brain cells and the activities you be doing none of those things and i'm nowhere near you know from perfection but i'll be outside dealing with the bull you know what i mean i, I i'd rather be inside you know dealing with myself at this point in life because i already tested the streets you know what I'm saying? I already tasted what's out mm. there, and it ain't my palate. My taste level has changed, mm. right? And when your taste level has changed, you don't go back to eating McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? I don't want it no more. It can't do nothing for me, yeah. right? At a certain point in time, it could fulfill me when I was used to garbage. I'm not used to garbage anymore. I'm not used to garbage people. I'm not used to being around garbage mindsets, mm. right? So for me to do that now, it'll feel like poisoning myself. You know what I'm saying? So... I just feel like I'm disconnected from it because I'm connected to something of a higher source at this point, right? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I still love the streets. You know what I'm saying? And I mean that in the sense like the energy that comes from them, that raw, unmined like, like minerals said, of the streets. You don't never want to like, it, it, it'll kill your ambition to be too far removed from it. Or you might well, yeah, you you forget the vision. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lion yeah. is always a lion. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, now that lion can go to restaurants. You know what I'm mm. saying? Now that lion, goddamn, you know, he don't have to always, he, he has ability to spend less energy and get more, right? That's the aggregate efficiency. You spend so much energy in the hunt, now that can be used for the mind. It was a study that said most people don't believe that working hard is the way to become successful anymore, right? Mm. It's almost like saying that being an animal is no longer the way, right? I, we talked about it before. With Dr. B. Serious, it's like being an insect is the way, right? Insects are way more intelligent in that the way that they operate within design of nature. They have all of these great capabilities and things that they can do in how they operate. The bee is mathematical, right? The ant is, is, mm. is mathematical, right? There's all sort of insects throughout the jungle. The the spider is mathematical and meticulous in a way that it builds its web. There's a spider that can shoot up a negatively charged web, right, in a in a positively charged environment to where it will shoot it into the atmosphere so that it can mm. pollinate the whole entire earth. Like this is the science that we have within nature. And so when you're operating in different aspects of your nature, you just start to naturally elevate. You mm. feel me? And it's like, yeah, you gonna always come from the jungle, but that don't mean that you always act like it. You feel me? It's different. 
So mm-hmm. it's like, do you want to be, you want to be um, Tarzan? You know what I mean? <laughs> Jungle Boy? Yeah. You feel me? Or do you want to be the God? It's up to you. To where you have control over all things, including self, which includes that man has the ability to go from, you know, a, 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 a cave-like existence. And even though we didn't come from caves, but a cave-like existence, being numb, blind, deaf, and dumb, to being a conqueror on top of the world. Utilizing science, geometry, mm. language, economics, right? And the ability to control literally the weather. You feel me? Like, where does the advancement? Because the last thing I say on that is it's simple. When when our culture is no longer reflective of the bottom and it starts to become reflective of the top, right? Then we start to have a change. But we don't see our culture reflective of the top. We see our culture reflected of the bottom. Mm. So it's not an aspirational culture to where it says that, all right, coming from the streets, this is what I evolved into. Where does the evolve into? Mm, that's a good question, man. Where does it evolve into? If it doesn't have evolution, then the thing that you're participating in is limiting you and your potential. Right. Evolution is the potential of all things to evolve, to grow, to change, but to evolve for what? Right. You can start to speak a certain way, think a certain way. Right. Operate a certain way. The question is, what is the evolution of that? That requires you to utilize your imagination and your mind in a way to where you're constantly putting yourself in new dimensions and new levels and saying, I'm going to develop into the new God self. Right. So you have to operate at all times looking to scale yourself into the new God self. This current version. And this shit comes with a lot of discipline. What's the next one? Yeah. So I know know, everybody got got their self self doubts or whatnot. How you block that shit out? (laughs) Because I know it's hard on this journey, man, trying to elevate the minds across the world. And, you know, you still see our people falling into them same patterns. Well, that's why I put on there controlling. Mm. Right. Um, it's a con. Control is a con. There's no real such thing as control, really. You have to... And trolling is another con. Right? Like I, I might put on a live video, um, pro-Israel. Now, you yeah. know damn well I'm not really pro, but I put that why. Because I know the eyes are going to come here. What is Keys doing? Why is he doing this? Why is he yeah. saying this? Instagram is a, Instagram is a preview. Right. Yeah. If if you are still at this point in time where Instagram can make you emotional, you're not your higher self. You you may think you're this classical spiritual being. If you're arguing in the comments, you're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As great as you think you are, if social media still triggers you, you're still a lower being. Right. You have to be able to rise above that. So if a person can post something specifically for the point of getting your mind to funnel in, thank you, you wrote five words, that comment is going to help turn this into a conversation, help increase the algorithm action so that I can grow. I just caught you into the most infantile trap ever because it's a trap that you already know exists, right? How do you constantly (laughs) get caught up in a trap that you know is a trap? So. I'm looking for higher thinkers, a lot of higher thinkers. I see stuff all the time where my brain has a, a filter. I'll be about to comment something and then my brain like, stop that. What you doing? Nah, that's a trap. Like, chill. Yeah. Like, keep it going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to respond. What is this going to do? 
I'm over here typing this super warrior keyboard <laughs> message, and I'm like, Ooh, I'm the keyboard. Yeah. And then I'm like, right, ain't nobody care. Keep it moving. Yeah. We think that our opinions are revolutionary in the world. They can be if there's you're going against propaganda, right? That's when you're adding into the influx of information to counter the narrative of those who are trying to push an agenda because you have yours. But they're just always throwing your messages out there, feeling like somebody cares. All you're doing is making someone richer and more famous. Mm. You know what I mean? The spider puts out the web to catch the prey on purpose. You know what I mean? And sometimes that spider catches really big prey, right? And you can think you big as you want to, but once you're on that web and you get caught into the web of things, you just another sucker. <laughs> you just another sucker, yeah. Hey, yeah, so let me let me let me uh, you know shift the conversation real quick, man. There's some things that's been going on that the people should know, right? So I seen something about a study says that half. Let me let me go to make sure I want to get y'all the correct answer. I mean the correct information real quick. Mm. One second, Discord. Half of what? Uh, Make sure y'all like, subscribe, and send this out to a family or friend. Send this out to five people and press done. All right, so look, you never say, know who life you change. It say it say half of the U.S. companies is expected to drop bachelor degrees from job requirements in 2024. Mm. Mm. So now this this the question that's going to shake a lot of people up, right? Because a lot of people have been spending. Crazy money going to college, getting these degrees. Some people even graduate in 2024, finally just get their bachelor degree, and now the job saying we don't even care about that shit no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Because me personally, right, it's the time for the for y'all to just learn y'all own skill sets, take that and figure out how to generate an income it's the for your age family. Of Aquarius, yeah, you said something. Yet? No, I still ain't listening to it. I ain't oh, like yeah. how you sung it, so I wasn't interested in the going to check it out. I ain't going to even lie. You ain't caught up. <laughs> but listen, I've been saying this. Um, um, private education is yeah. the new Harvard. Self-education is the new Harvard. I've said this. You know, uh, there is a statistical lowering in the number of people that's enrolling into these Ivy League schools. They don't care about them, Right. These BS degrees, which is the perfect acronym for them, they BS degrees, the companies don't care about them because people have, here's the thing where education got messed up as well. People would coast through school because they knew the cheat code was to get a degree, but they weren't good at anything. Yeah. They had a bunch of memory, things memorized, but they had no skills. Yeah. When it came to practical application, when it came to learning new things, when it came to creative thinking, right? I talk about this in my book. You got one of my books? How come nah. we ain't got no books up here? Yeah. We ain't got no gold water. Today is yeah. Kwanzaa, 50% off sale, no code needed. Y'all can go to crowns19.com, get the suits and everything, get yeah. the gear. Make yeah. sure y'all get y'all some. But yeah. in my book, I want to read this passage in my book that's going to answer you. Yeah. Um, I talk about this. I talk about creative capacity, um, you know, abstract thinking uh, and creative thinking. And... Right now, we're in the age of creative thinkers. That's where the applied value is. There's an AI tool called Taja, right? And I'm going to drop the link in my subscriber channel, and I'll drop it in the description channel as well so you all can get a percentage off this. But this one is really good. Thank you, sir. Boom. 
So yeah. the Taja. So let's say you hire somebody because they are have a degree in graphic design, or they have a degree in um, I don't know anything. Yeah. But a new AI tool comes out that completely makes that t that degree irrelevant yeah. right to where it's like okay if you at first if you didn't have that degree that employer didn't have access to that skill right meaning that you know how to utilize photoshop so you can if they ask you to create a particular type of infograph or uh, create some sort of poster or whatever it may be you can create it because you have the skills on how to operate that particular program yeah. Now you type it in Chat GPT and then chat you if you can correctly figure out seconds. the prompt and then you get that done. Yeah. What skills do you need besides creative thinking? Now a person that is a designer, if they know all of the ways to type it in in a certain way, right, to where it can get the results, then they're still useful. But that's creativity. That's not technical thinking. Technical thinkers have to be told what to do. Creative yeah. thinkers can abstract from a process and figure out their own way to do things. Yeah. So the BS degrees are not worth anything because by the time you went to college, what, four years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Yeah, times the changed. world has changed. Yeah. Go look at every institution. You can go look at every institution and there's a flashback if you can do from when it looked like in the 1900s. It remind me of back in the day when we was growing up, it used to almost be like a stigma. For people that go and take a trade. Yeah. <laughs> shit, now that's kind of like the smartest thing to do now. Shit, just take up a trade or something specifically you want to do. Well, yeah, and get some value. And you'll say, way more money than spending it on college because Joe, I mean, Joe Biden is not um, eliminating those student loans. <laughs> so, so, so look at that. If, do you think a science lab in the 1800s look the same as a science lab in 2023? Hell no. Do you think a... Um, even a a, 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 a kitchen in, or in a, in a restaurant looks the same as it looks like in 2023? Mm. Do you think houses look the same? Do you think any institution in the world that you can think of, banks, they kind of look the same. <laughs> they mm. haven't done too much upgrading in the system of banking, mm. but you got ATMs, you got all sort of new processes now. When you go to schools, the schools look almost exactly the same in the 1900s as they do in 2023. Yeah. Right? So everything else has changed but the system of education. Everything else has changed but the learning institutions. And these were made by men who knew nothing of the world that we live in today. They knew nothing of the tools, the technologies. Mm. They knew nothing of the new ways of actually teaching children. There was a study that showed that young boys learn better in environments when they get three or four recesses per day. So when you send young boys to boarding schools and it's an all-boys school, they're going to have a different dynamic environment because you know you're not going to keep little boys sitting there just learning all day, that you have to give them a break, mm -hmm. right? So what you're doing is you're designing that based on the nature right, of the genders that you're dealing with, right? So this is why even when I grew up, we went to, we had classes divided of genders, girls in one class, boys in one class. Mm -hmm. So now you can create an environment where the girls can have an environment that's designed for females. I, I went to a boys school in middle school. Yeah. It was a college preparatory school. I'm glad I actually went there. I, I used to hate it when I was gone because it was all men with no girl. But man, that school taught me so much. Man, that I, that I can apply to life now, like it's real. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, like you need cool. them, um, get rid of all those distractions.
No, not in middle school. But it was yeah, too old to be a year. It was it was a it, it was Man. like I had one student of the year and it was like this school, this particular school had came, you know, did they they ran around, they had a good education educational system or not, which is where I went. You said you had your first girlfriend at twenty one? What? Where you get that at? Man, you know, in the hood, you ain't never had no girl. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. But I never knew that that's why. I get it now. Get No, no, nah, nah, like, I ain't all jokes aside. Nah. I ain't trying to be funny. Like, <laughs> he But all about, jokes aside. It's like, about all jokes aside. I never knew why you were shy when it came to talking to females. I been When we used to bring them around on the block and you used to be like, mm-hmm. Oh, me? Yeah. You used to I'm the guy that pull out the phone and get on the phone. Yeah. And you'd be like, man, I'm, I'm cool. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? We used to send you in the house to go get brownies. See, now he capped. See, this you know They know. Like, me, me personally, the bro, I had all the gears back then. I'm the, so, like. For sure. He know. <laughs> then I then I got all sisters, so you know they got all 100 friends. I mean, but yeah, that I was the only time you was around, you feel me? Because your sisters had them over. He gonna have y'all believe in this. I'm I used to think, I'm him. like, oh, she got a baddie over. And that's Shayla friend. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought that was, I thought, I'm like, he finally, he <laughs> feel me? Nah, but, nah, but it's respectable though. I feel player. like people be losing their virginity and getting girlfriends too early. I'm glad, I'm glad you waited till you matured. Nah, I ain't gonna lie though. I feel like 21 though is like, that's too long. Like, I ain't gonna, I don't even want to promote that. Let me leave that. No, nah, it's not, man. Because you waited, then they can wait. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's get into the next topic. <laughs> So look, in the book, <laughs> technical thinking versus abstract thinking. Technical thinking is following rules. It is doing things as they are. Like an artist who's told to draw a picture and draws it perfect to the detail. <laughs> Hold on, let me get this through. This requires no creativity. It's just doing things as they are. The creative childlike mind sees things as they are and questions what they could be. Always asking questions instead of accepting a just because. If Leonardo da Vinci and Basquiat were to draw the same picture, it would come out completely different. Leonardo would give you the exact picture with no emotion. Basquiat would draw the picture with more emotion, which is what we consider abstract. The more emotional or feeling, the farther from the technical route, aka more original. Basquiat picture could still give you the feel of the original picture, just conveyed from a different emotional range. Leonardo would give you his technique, doing it the technical way. So if you think of a modern cell phone, technically it was made for talking, browsing, and internet texting, but Steve Jobs designed the Apple product so we have an emotional connection. It was all sorts of apps and things that allowed you to incorporate <laughs> stuff in your life. So even getting into this, <clears throat> it's saying that you can, when Instagram first came out, it was picture-based, but some people said, you know what, I'm going to buy all of the Instagram social media handles of like Apple and Red. Because they thought about another way to make money. They didn't listen to what was they're technically supposed to do. Right. Right? They abstracted a whole new way. They had a different feeling about it and they acted off that feeling. Right? So what today's thinkers have to do is become abstract thinkers. When you're told what to do, you're you don't know how to think for self. Right? So it's like as I was explaining with Taja Dai AI, I didn't get to finish talking about it. It's an AI that we use. You can go in there after we done with this. And I'm going to teach y'all something about social media. Every time you see one of my videos, for the most part, you can see chapters where it breaks down the subjects of segments of things that we talk about. You yeah. want that on each one of your videos, right? So therefore, a person knows how to search through your video to go directly for the reference of what you was talking about. So if I put a clip on something that's from this episode, 
and you got to go through the whole one hour to figure out where that clip is or you can go through the chapters and be like all right when were they talking about that subject and then you can go directly to it and watch it so sometimes you'll see in back in your analytics you'll see an increased watch hours for certain segments inside the episode so you go to Tajida.ai, you take the link of the YouTube video, it will go in there, it will read the video, and it will tell you great thumbnails that you can put out, right, where it can automatically generate a thumbnail for you, meaning create a picture based on the subjects. It can create captions, titles for you, mm. right? It can break everything down in a chapter, and all you got to do is put it inside your bio, right? I'm going to drop the link to Taja.ai, right, and make sure that you all click the link um, to my subscriber channel on Instagram and you'll be able to get the link right afterwards from there right and you'll be able to get a discount as well I believe everybody should utilize this yeah. to cut down your team your, your time in 2024 there's a lot of ways to make money and you all have to pay attention everybody should begin into investing if you ain't made no money in investing this year it's because you didn't want to it's not that the opportunity wasn't there S&P 500 perform gold perform Bitcoin perform Ethereum perform all of these different assets performed and outperformed and went crazy this year. You can't talk about, I don't know what next year will be, but I do know what happened this year. And this is why a lot of people who were talking trash about things last year ain't saying nothing. They mm. wait for everything to be in the dumps and slumps and talk about it. And then they make you afraid of the opportunities so you don't jump into them. Content, content, content. If you're not making three to five pieces of content per day, putting them out there, three pieces of content yeah. per day, and if you're not spending at least 30 minutes to an hour learning how to update your skills, then you're going to get left behind like the kids that was on the yellow bus with the helmets. Yeah. Because I, I remember it was a time where I used to just screen record YouTube, chop my own videos up. Now I got Oprah's Pro. Now I can just yeah. click the link, drop it, chop it. And, and, and you drop know, it again. In <laughs> YouTube, you can automatically, there's a button on the edit side of it. You can press clip. And whatever you're watching, it'll clip that out for you. And you can send it to other social medias. So it'll directly connect to Twitter or whatever. It'll be like one minute. So if a person see a preview of something that they like, then they'll, it will generate more traffic. The only mm. problem is, is that when you drop it on somebody like X, X, which is formerly known as Twitter, allows you to monetize. Right, so you can take your same content that you drop on YouTube, drop it on X and monetize. I will be teaching this in my mentorship as well for those who want to know my content secrets. Right, Twitter allows you to monetize. So while most people drop stuff on Instagram for clout, it's not for money. Mm. Right, Instagram, you can create channels, you can create all these things to create funnels that can lead you to making money. But if you want to get paid directly from your content, you got to drop it on Red Circle. Right, which is the audio that allow you to put ads that can perform or you can get paid based on your CPM, right? Which we're gonna discuss a little later. I'm gonna have Mechie in here one of these days. And then you can put it on X where you can get paid directly, and you can put it on fan base, you can put it on um, YouTube, and these are all getting paid directly from your content, right? And there's so many different ways to where you can create without having to be in front of the camera and you can make money. I got so many strategies that we're going to apply with the team. And we're going to go crazy, right? I don't want nobody missing out because you lazy, right? You should be able to, the goal is create you an ebook, right? It's free to create ebooks. I got strategies for that that I would teach as well. Why? Because you should be able to take your rent, right? Let's say your rent is $1,000 a month. I'm only saying that to create a base layer of, you know, something that I can break down real simple. So it's 30 days in a month. How many days it requires you? Every single day, if you broke it up, how much money would you need to make every single day to make your rent? 
Mm. So you take your rent. Then you take the months. And I don't care if you have a job or not a job. You're talking about creating something to where you got some passive income. You got a job. You don't want your job paying for your rent. You want your side hobby and hustle paying for your rent. Right? So if your rent is $2,000, let's use a better example. Right? How much money do you have to make in 30 days to make $2,000? And I'm talking about per day. Right? What's the answer? You got 30 days to make $2,000. How much money you have to make every single day? If you broke that up every single day, what's the, what's the minimum you got to make a day? $80. So let's say you got to make $80 per day. Let's say you got, I wouldn't create a t-shirt business because there's better ways to make clothing companies now today. I'll tell you all about that later as we go into our journey of management. That's what I would do. I ain't even need the 30 days. You know what I do? Hold on, let me give mm. him the break. You say 67. Thank you. Real man. $67. So, let's say you got an ebook, right? You got an ebook, and you don't have to have a large fan base to sell ebooks. And that's a whole nother strategy to where you can create content and connect it to your ebook and create a funnel out of that, right? But how many ebooks you got to sell really depends on the price of your ebook. It could be a $10 ebook, right? $10 ebook. That means that you have to sell you know, six or seven of them every single day. So your goal is to at $10. Now, the more you price it up, the less you have to sell. If it's $20, right, then you only got to sell like, you know, three of them, right? Yeah. Just about. Of course, you got to sell really four. So that'd be four books so you get your 80 bucks. That'd be more than what you need. So the goal then will be setting up a system where you can create you a funnel. A funnel is just you know, let's say I get you to sign up for something. I say, listen, you want my, uh, uh, here's this free video about how to change your mind. And a person be like, yo, I want to watch that to video. To learn more. So they click on it and then it makes you sign up mm. to get access to the video. What you just do is you got their information, step one. So now you can retarget them. They get access to the video for free. They're happy. Now what you do is you build up your email list, right? Yep. So when you get you 10,000 people on that list, so that means you can create two ebooks. One is just for the funnel, one is for sale. If they like the first one, they most likely will buy the second one, right? So you'd be like, look, you want access to my free ebook? Sign up here. You get 10,000 people on it, 1,000 people to go list. Can you give away 10,000? Now you're ready to launch. So you spend... You know, the first month giving away for free, second month following up, giving them more value. Third month, you say, I got a book that you got to pay for now. But you're giving them so much value, now they're ready to buy, mm. right? So now, if you do this consistently over the course of, you know, 60 days, and you're using this as a rollout plan by the 60th day, you should have an email list that you're ready to launch, and you're going to get a percentage mm. of sales. And so any, every time you come out with a product after that, Drop it in the email list. <laughs> and Drop I can go deeper list. on this. I just wanted to For spit sure. some game, right? 2024, they have y'all thinking, I see too many people that can't pay their rent and I'm tired of seeing it, right? Because there's way too many hustles. I can spitball so many ideas off the top of my mind mm. on ways that you can make money. Shit, you, can, you should too. You can create a product. You can create the mock-up. Put it on the website and put up the pre-order. You got 48 hours to buy this new shirt. People gonna flood in. That's if you got a following right now. But if it's a dope design, people gonna flood. Bro, in. you can sure. you can create thumbnails for people. Go to somebody's yeah. YouTube page and go create five thumbnails for something and ask them. Be like, listen, I want to work for you. I singularly just want to create thumbnails for your page. And you give them a mock-up of how you can make their page look better. 
and how you believe that this can help them perform mm -hmm. better. You probably using ChatGPT or MidJourney to create them. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's a role that they probably don't want to do. And you say, listen, you can try me out free the first 30 days. If you like the performance of them, then start paying me after the 30th day trial. Mm -hmm. Now you get you a new client, right? You know how many people have YouTube channels? Think about that. How many people have YouTube channels? And if you do this free for somebody that has a big channel, let's say they got a million views, 100,000 views, you building up a portfolio. So now you can use this channel, this client that you got for free, and then you can reference them to be like, yo, I did 19 keystone. They're like, oh, for real? Yeah. Right? Yeah, so now they're going to want you to do theirs. Because I, I do 19 keys thumbnails. Just tap in. You feel me? <laughs> tap in. You did. But anyway, on another note, man. Um, so that was just some game for y'all. That was some free game, man. Free you know, game. The rest, we, we can't go give them all the free game like that. You might have to get the course because you know you ain't the source if you ain't got a course. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Man, just hit us with a super thanks. Yeah, no, I appreciate y'all for tuning in for sure. Oh, yeah, I got to uh, take this time out to thank all y'all for tapping into these live streams for the past couple of weeks. Y'all have been the, um, the biggest part of all of this. You know, I've been seeing a lot of the posts go viral. A lot of the commentary and engagement in the comment section, I appreciate y'all, because without y'all, it ain't no such thing as the Man to Man podcast, you know? And, um, what's up, you got something you, um, something you want to dive into, man? Let me make sure. <clears throat> Did I cover all the ones? This was interesting. Um, all right, so it was about gold. Oh, yeah. So it was an article that I seen on oilprice.com and a few other ones that was being shared. And it was talking about the legislative efforts in Oklahoma and Missouri to eliminate state capital gains taxes on the sale of gold and silver, treating them as money rather than commodities. Right. This aims to reduce investment costs in precious metal as it is a step forward reestablishing them as legal tender, challenging the Federal Reserve monopoly on money. The legislation also includes provisions for the state to invest in gold or silver and to accept them of payment of public debts. These steps are part of a broader move at the state level to support sound money. So I believe it is very interesting move that's going on. Right. Number one, you got to think. Gold, if if gold is not accepted as a legal tender as it is today, right? Right. <clears throat> um. So that means that, and I believe that this could mean this, right? Um. You buying gold, at, and it can be taxed, right? Capital gains tax if it goes up, but if it's money, right? And capital gains tax is basically, let's say, you buy a kilo, you buy some gold, um, a gram of gold at you know, a hundred dollars. And now that gold is, it went up about 50%, right? Or a hundred percent is worth $200. Mm. You're going to get taxed on that a hundred dollars. The gains that you made on it, right? Cause you made a hundred dollars. So the profits you're going to get taxed on whatever that profit margin is. But if it's considered money, that's like, if your dollar goes up in value, you don't get taxed on that. Right? So if it's considered money, sound money, then now if you go buy gold, right? And it goes up in value, you won't get taxed on it. Right. So that's kind of the idea. So now you can go trade in a stock market. Now you can't. But I'm saying the idea would be if you was to buy gold in the market, I imagine that you wouldn't be taxed on it. You know what I mean? Because it'd be considered money. So and I had to get a little more information on that. But when we seen Costco had a bunch of people buying gold, it was important. You can buy gold at bullions today. Mm. And I believe everybody should buy gold and silver because anytime gold goes up, silver goes up. It is always to follow. So anytime you're seeing gold making a move and gold is moving towards 2100, it's important to watch that, right? 
gold has been controlled for a very long time. So they control the supply of gold. They control and make sure that gold doesn't go up too much. Right. Because then they won't have the power. They probably most likely going to, want to collect more of it. Right. Before they do anything when it comes to gold. And right now there's a secret gold war that's going on between BRICS. Right. And America mm. and the control of it and the future of money <clears throat> because gold ain't going nowhere. It continues to go up and it's performing very well. Just like Bitcoin. Yeah. So everybody should have gold in their portfolio and they should have Bitcoin in their portfolio. And that's they should what have I was gold just water. Gold water. And they portfolio too. <laughs> yeah, make sure you go get you some gold water. Go yeah, that was actually my question. I was gonna say, is there room to have both gold and Bitcoin in a diversified portfolio? You know, but yeah, you just answered it. Go get both of them. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think that I think that um, the goal is to have a diversified portfolio. So every day what you want to do is you want to take a percentage amount of money, have it set automatically. You can buy gold physically, which I would suggest, or you can buy gold on the market. So you can invest into, you know, um, gold mining on the market, right? Um, there's a stock ticker called GLD, or you can go buy into gold physically at a buoyant. They sell it at Costco now, yeah. right? What this does is your family has assets. You have assets that can be leveraged against your net worth and borrowed against, right? Gold can be insured. Right. Which means that, you know, if you lose your gold, it can be insured and you can be paid out in legal tender. Right. Um, you can go get your gold evaluated for whatever the true value is of it. So if you go get your gold evaluated and even if you bought it at 40,000 and they evaluate it to be worth 50,000 and you put insurance on it, that insurance covers the 50,000, not the 40. Right. And that 50,000 will go towards your net worth of what you're actually worth when you calculating what is the family's net worth. So if we look at like you can buy a house and that house can be worth, you know, a million dollars that. And so minus your debt, you know, and your income, that's going to go towards your net worth based on those hard assets that you own. Same thing with gold. Right. But also the same thing with Bitcoin. Mm. Bitcoin is at forty three thousand right now. Right. It was down, I think, around eighteen thousand at the beginning of the year. Right. I don't know why everybody is not invested in it. Mm. I don't know why. Right. A lot of people have scared you all out the market and all the distractions that's going on in the world should not take you away from the investment opportunities in your world. Mm. Right. Because they constantly throw at us every single time on the news. You never see them with a solution every time they talk about black wealth. All these politicians start talking about income and equality. They can't fix that. They try to make you feel like it's, it's damn near impossible to ever mm -hmm. reach it, too. <laughs> and they can't tell you because if they tell you out loud, then everybody does it. Yeah. Right? So there has to be these movements that people are just doing. Who are these people that's going to Costco buying this gold? Do you think that this is something that's happening as a cultural phenomenon in black America? Absolutely not. Right? Now, it can be. Right. But I see I, I have a suspicion that that's not us in flock going to buy that. Right. Yeah. We're not the ones saying I got to go to Costco and right. go get me some gold. We should be, though. Right. I, I know for sure. Like you ain't going to Costco and buy no gold. I keep finding bottles of gold spray paint. Right. As you spray paint your jewelry. <laughs> I'm like, what is he getting there? <laughs> Yeah, this all fake. <laughs> got, it's all dude fake. Dude got six bottles of spray gold it's, spray paint just every all, day I hear shh. It's all fake, brother. It's all fake. <laughs> it's all fake. You know what I'm saying? I keep the real stuff somewhere else. 
I'm like Ocho Cinco. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna wear the real stuff. I ain't got no money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bro, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, but real life though. So buy gold, um, buy silver, buy things with real assets, buy land. We're gonna be operating within land. Land, um, I seen uh Sherrod. Yeah. Uh, was on Angelique's show, and she was saying that she believed that land, farmland, is going to be the big one. I think land is a huge one. We want to do something with high level land. That's going to be key. Yeah. Um, you know, even this is the whole thing. Even with the, I hate to dare to mention, like the NFTs. I think Sotheby sold like thirty-two million dollars worth of NFTs, and there's still a large volume of sales that's going on, and so many people are making money. Just because you hop off something don't mean that the industry is not still moving, right? And here's the thing. The sentiment in America is not the global sentiment. The people that collect the NFTs the most has always been like in Indonesia and China and some of these Asian countries, yeah. right? And as they implement them into games and different things, I'm not saying you go buy them. But why not be a seller? Why not be a creator? Why not make money off a digital fad or a digital uh, um, structure that infrastructure that other people are excited about? Right? Yeah. It's it's and money. It, it, don't, it don't have to be called an NFT. Yeah, <laughs> you just change the world around it. It still had the same function. The opportunity still there, still exists. Yeah. It's still a billion dollar market. Billion dollar markets don't often pop up and sustain themselves. So. I would just pay attention to these things and always think about taking an hour out your day and doing some homework on opportunities that can make you money. But money is a mindset, yeah. right? Um, money, I heard um, Byron, what was his brother's name? Byron something, and he was explaining. He said, gold, money is such a spiritual thing because money can exist in multiple dimensions and forms all at once. He said money can be physical in your hand or money can be digital in your phone. You know what I'm saying? Money can be gold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Money can be intellectual property. Money takes on all of these different forms. So to even have any hate towards money, right? Money is a currency that you can use to trade for things yeah. of value. It's energy. Right. So the idea that we have this, anybody can look at money as a root of evil is crazy. It's the love of money, right? Which was stated. But yeah. money itself is not the root of evil. No, it's, it's, it's allowing you to gain riches and wealth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if you have a negative disdain, thought process, ideology towards it, then you don't have any ability to attract it, right? And so there's only like, um, um, I think like $13.7 trillion of the world wealth is ran by like 700 something billionaires worldwide. I think Russia and Germany has the most billionaires. You know what I'm saying? There's not that many people at the top. Wealth is concentrated. And the mindset of that concentration yeah. doesn't look like the mindset of the people at the bottom concentrated with poverty. So how many millionaires in the world? I don't know. What class do you want to be in for the rest of your life? Yeah. Right? Do you want to be treated based on, you know, your race? You want to be treated based on your class? I mean, it's up to you. Poor people think about wealth. <laughs> Poor people think about their race. Wealthy people think about their class. That's different. Right? Poor people think that I'm treated badly because of my race. You go to somewhere and they be like, listen, this person treated me wrong because I'm black. Yeah. Right? Or this person looking at me because I'm white. Now white people are wanting to reverse I wanna, racism. I want to have this conversation. I want to ask my good brother Keenan Bees if he can come on an episode of the For sure. podcast and like really get in depth with this Let's conversation. Let's see some of the comments. Yeah. Okay. Because Keenan Bees, don't miss, man. I ain't going to even laugh. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just want to see. Uh, 
He said, how is Keys living well? He is talking about things we never were told in school or your so-called parents. You got to learn. I learned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what you want me to do? I mean, like... If you you got to learn. Like you said, if you got a vision of yourself and what you want to become, you think of, you meditate on all the ways to become that. I'm going to be honest, bro. I remember. <laughs> then you go do it. That's I, I, it. It's that simple. I remember sleeping on the floor, uh, a goddamn air mattress. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Having the, having the mindset. And I'm still far from, so far from where I want to be. Light years away, galaxies away, dimensions, universes. You know what I'm saying? Away yeah. from where I want to be. Um, even in my mindset, the education that I know, because it's also about implementation. There's things that I know that I haven't implemented yet. So I want to put those things together. Yeah. And this is why I don't often talk too much about like money from that. I talk from experience of things that I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but some subjects I don't touch just simply because I feel like I haven't elevated at that level you know, financially to touch on those subjects. And I only want to teach from experience. But you learn, then you do, and that becomes experience. It's simple. If I tell you about gold, you say, okay, well, now I'm about to go buy gold. I'm about to go get it insured, right? And I'm about to go mm. get it evaluated to see what the worth is, right? And all of a sudden, now you have that experience to where you can go tell somebody else that same process. Yeah. You experience a year where gold goes up, and you're like, oh, snap. I bought this at this rate, and then percentage-wise, because you want to think in percentages, it went up 20%. Now you can be like, all right, listen, I can teach y'all about assets. Now, you can be truthful. I only got one year experience in this, but this is what I did, right? You, you got to think about money accumulates and adds up. The compound interest effect is very powerful. So the average person may be spending money on, you know, whether it's food, food so expensive, you can fast and put that into something like <laughs> for real like, seriously like, like I, I for real like me personally yeah, I've been food again I've been cut down to one meal a day I don't even care about um the, the you got to get your breakfast in I'll give you no, that. you don't you don't have to but no. get your workout in first and then go get you something to eat first of all you, but you got I, I'm down to wearing there one meal a day you don't need no it's breakfast expensive. um especially it's if really you're not expensive. working if you don't work out don't even think about yeah. eating in the morning you know what I mean? You don't even think about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't Sit your big old self down somewhere. Don't think about it. Put it down. Don't, don't even think do about it. Do not break the fast, man. No. Continue to fast. Go work out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to tell you, like, what you, what you want to do, you know what I mean? Because I've been consistent on my work. I've been getting the gains. You know what I mean? I've been making sure I stretch before I get in there. Right? So I did a good workout today. Um... And I gamified my workout today. It was fun, actually, because they had this machine where you do the little... Anyway. So I'm in there working out, and I was thinking about that because, like, once once you do anything consistency, you're guaranteed a level of success to reach a certain peak in potential, right? And the goal is to look, like, what is that potential going to be? 50%, over 50% of America is obese, right? Most people don't even know the energy levels that they could have. If they worked out, you can start small because the more you do it, the better you feel and the more you want to do it. You get a runner's high when you do certain things, right? So you may start off right now. I could start off doing planks. You start off right there in the morning, right after you brush your teeth and you do some planks and you say, oh, why? And I'm tying that to a habit like Atomic Habits. Y'all can mm. read that book. So and then you start doing the planks. Then all of a sudden, the first time is hard. You may only hold for 30 seconds because your stomach ain't got nothing there. The second time you building up that strength, 
right? So second time you come to it, it still may be a little hard. Third time, it gets a little easier. Now you're going to hold for a minute, yeah. right? Fourth time, so <clears> on <throat> and so forth. So by the time you're doing that for a month straight, right, you start to feel great. Not a, not just about what it feels, but your accomplishment. That's how I used to be when I first started working out with you and Mike Rasheed. They trying to have me and I couldn't even lift the damn, uh, what you call it? The, the weights? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the, on yeah, the weights. Yeah, now yeah. I can pick the gym up. Yeah. Now you went too far, though, brother. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, like, if you um, if you go in there and, man, what was it? You, 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 I, got, I just got this vision of, like, this little person doing pull-ups. <laughs> threw me off track. I did think of many me up there just crazy with a step. It's because I, nah, I, be, I be going on now, girl though. At I do be going she in She had to now. hop on somebody's shoulders to get up to do the, let's say anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh my god that's funny yeah. you done threw me off my whole thing what I was about to say about the workout oh, I was about to drop a gym on the folk, on the good folks over there yeah. no but so anyway on the obesity thing I'm about to start doing these fast Wednesdays right if y'all want to do them with me you fast every Wednesday that means you don't eat uh, while the sun is up now luckily daylight saving time or whatever it is with the time mechanisms to where it's gonna get dark around five o'clock. That should be easy. When you fast, you build muscles. You allow your system and your body time to regenerate, right? You can drink nothing or just only drink on those days and just take fluids or juices. You want to do you a detox. If you're getting cravings, if you're getting, if you feel bloated where your stomach is out, right? Um, you feel itchy, you may get acne and things of that nature. These can be signs that you need a detox in your mm. life. Now at goldwater.com, we do have the detox packs that you can take to CKLS, which is the colon, kidney, liver, spleen. So you can take that with food. And what it's gonna do is it's gonna start cleaning out your system, cleaning out a lot of that waste right that's in your body that clings to your intestines right that's very important that you do that um and then you know you want to drink plenty of fluids to clean out that inside uh, colon cancer is very high amongst men especially black men these days right and it's v not good at all because once you get that you're finito you're done for not a hundred percent but i'm saying that that's a possibility because we've seen a lot of black celebrities die from yeah. So you want to make sure that, you know what I mean, during this season, especially during wintertime, you're going through that detox, man. And you're putting in that ascorbic acid, that vitamin D, that vitamin C, your elderberries, your black seed oils, right? You're taking in all your mushrooms and things of that nature that are the functional mushrooms. You want to make sure that your body is fortified for this season so that you can go into it ready like Terminator, you feel me, to handle anything that comes your way. So make sure y'all go to goldwater.com. Um, uh, ASAP yeah. uh, and go get your order and get an order for the family get your detox packs cleanse your body ASAP it also comes with this olive oil and that's the last thing I'm going to say so you should try this Steve see if you can do it we can film it so the olive oil you got to take the olive oil and it's like this big right so you got to drink the whole olive oil on an empty stomach. So what you want to do is you want to take the CKLS for like a week before. So start cleaning it out. Gluten-free diet. You ain't taking in no dairies, no nothing, right? You just clean. So then you take the olive oil. And the olive oil is going to, uh, pause, but lubricate the insides of your intestines so that it starts to attach to the foods and it peels down the food that get heavy. Right. So you got to drink a bunch of it. So olive oil naturally is going to want to come up so you don't have nothing to do that day. 
So you probably want to have some lime juice to stop the to keep the digestion down because mm. it's gonna want to pop up. So I had to do it like that. I took the olive oil. It was tough. It required you to be a straight up gangster, a straight up soldier with it. You feel me? Mm. But and you know whatever you got in your body because it's gonna sit heavy. And if it sits heavy, it's gonna drop and release heavy. So <laughs> it's gonna take it's gonna but it's gonna take everything with it. You feel me? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, you feel me? A little it's bomber. Like a, it's gonna go like in a there. Day process, right? It's gonna say, no, it's a one day process. It's gonna be whoever in here, y'all coming with me. Yeah. So, and that means all of the old junk that you got in your intestines that's been sticking yeah. there. Some stuff been there for months, maybe even years, right? So it's gonna clean you out, and you gonna feel so light afterwards. Mm. Like you gonna feel like a baby. Like I'm serious. <laughs> I'm, bro. I'm so Hello, serious. No, no, some real shit. You gonna feel like a baby. Speak, Get all those worms out your body. Speaking of fasting, though, you know, we always, you know, traditionally it's, it's always been about food intake or whatnot. But I want to add this to the list, too, on Wednesdays, right? We're going to fast from this digital screen time on these phones, <laughs> especially for y'all children, man. Take them tablets away. Get in tune with the kids, man. Have real conversations. Ask them how they week been. Ask them what's they, you know what I'm saying, they thought process and we're dealing with their friends at school. Get mm -hmm. to know your children, man. Step away from the screen time, man. No more scrolling on Wednesdays, man. That's what I want to do. And if y'all can do that with me, I have a community that can keep me going forward. And I got something I can relate to my daughter when we um, get off this live. So thank y'all. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget that Wednesday we fasting. <laughs> and um You wanna get you one of these. If there's if somebody loud in your household. Let's say a girl tripping, you just hit the and reset the energy. Works every time. Same thing with the children. If they hear the they automatically clear whatever energy and whatever negativity going on. This is what the sound bowls is really for. Clear out the sound and reset the energy. No more bad vibes. Oh yeah. Man and Man Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe. And, and one, tap into the One last thing. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at Steve Jones, AFNF. If y'all don't know who I am, want to get to know me more, just get the get my, my ebook in my bio on Instagram. I'm like Kevin on Tinder profile. You did? <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> I'm from out of space anyway. <laughs> you can see.